Salafalava, everyone. My name is Fatima Loy, and this is a Tima Talks podcast. I am here with the amazing Hinano. And sorry, the camera just moved a little bit. So we're going to fix it right now. Good. Let's carry on. Before we begin, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Hinano Tonyalu. <clears throat> I'm from California. I was born and raised in California. I live in Utah now. Um, my husband is Manu Tonyalu, yeah. and scriptwriter, um, producer. Just trying to get into film. Yeah. And same as me, so yeah. That's what were you doing before before that? So I was working in a hotel, um, the Red Lion Hotel, which I love. Yeah. And uh, my husband was working in a youth facility for troubled youth. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a really cool bit. Um, I know that his skills and experiences would be very useful here in Auckland. We've got no. quite a bit of um, issues with our youth at the moment. But um, just before we get into the movie, and just first of all, I want to commend you on your work. I think it's amazing. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your upbringing and what was it like being brought up in the States? Uh, um, Polynesian American, so we're second generation. My parents moved there, so they're entertainers. My dad's Tahitian, my mom's Hawaiian. Um, my dad left Tahiti to, to entertain. My mom was one of his um, dancers. So for both of them, they wanted to move to California for a better life for us. Yeah. And so um, I didn't see any other way. We loved where we lived. Um, not around so many families like you guys are here, Polynesians. We didn't have that really growing up. Yeah. But we did travel a lot because we were entertainers. So what nationalities did you, what kind of nationalities did, were you surrounded by? Hispanics, yeah. white. Do people Asian, think you're Hispanic? All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I've never actually befriended anyone of another, of any like African American or Hispanic. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, how's it been for your kids? Coming, you know, from America to the other side of the world at such a, such a, such a, um, a vulnerable age. I have to remember that they're only kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because for us, it's like, we're going to New Zealand, it's exciting. And for them, we're like, do we have to go? <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, it's New Zealand. Yeah. They want to go, but they're kids. They want to be home with their, with my parents that they're close to, their yeah. cousins that they're close to, and all their friends. So, yeah, but they're, they're adjusting. They like it. But they have cool parents, so oh. <laughs> it must be easy for them to fit in at school. I mean, are they in school or yeah. being homeschooled? Oh, so my 16-year-old, um, I just did a post about him yesterday on Sosafina Page. Yeah, um, his speech. We, yeah, yeah, his yeah, speech, yeah, yeah. And then we wrote about his um, struggles that he's going through and he has been going through. And yeah, he just, we pulled him out of school at mm. 15. What were some of those struggles? Was it around fitting in or? Yeah, because of where we live, um, we're the minorities, right. so we're surrounded more by Caucasians. And um, for him, for us as parents, we thought moving them to Utah would be a better fit for our family, mm. um, just to raise them around more of religion. But we really didn't consider the environment that they're going to have to try to adapt to. So um, for him, the first week of school, he was just depressed. He was like, I don't look like anybody. I stick out. Yeah. Um, and that's something that we've been dealing with with him. Yeah. He's such an old soul. He's always been different, uh, more mature for his age. So he's been dealing with bullies and um, being there. It was more of depression, self-harm. That would piss me off <clears> as a parent. Yeah, yeah. Like I would want to rock up to the school and be like, oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, with it. <laughs> You're way ahead of me then. Yeah. Oh, so how's he doing now? Like, um, is, is he helping out with the film? Yeah. yeah. So that's now, good experience for him. Oh what a gosh, cool. Yeah. yeah, he's always been around a lot of people because of the Polynesian dance group yeah. that my family owns. Um, but just wanting him to be 
uh, to live his dream and do what makes him happy. I know a lot, not a lot of parents will agree with that, but for us, we always felt like whatever makes our kids happy, mm. as long as they're not hurting themselves or anybody else, we're yeah. going to support them. But what's the point in putting them in a place that they're just not going to thrive in? Right. You know what I mean? Like, And, and we're in such a, a, a fortunate age and a time right now where we have technology and we have access to these resources yeah. that our kids <clears throat> can use to benefit themselves and enhance their skills because I don't see any point in leaving a kid in school if they want to be a sports or not sports player actually like a, a director a film right. director and that's or a singer so yeah me and my husband feel like we saw him he's so smart and he's so full of life and like he's our positive he 16 never has given me attitude never talked back and he's, he's your just, eldest he's our oh. and so um we made so even if you growl at me you won't even he really doesn't like even if we try to he'll do something to make us laugh all oh, right right he, he's just he's <laughs> a good kid different. and yeah. i always feel like he's been our savior um just to change the way we think about life and about people but yeah we wanted him to do what made him happy mm. and we saw him as he was in school he would come home he was just so different and i hated that so we made a decision to pull him out mm. and we don't regret it he's a writer mm. um he's a musician he plays the drum set he's a beatboxer like he just has so much and we felt like school and it's not for everybody it's school not school's important but yeah. for him it was not for him mm. and selfish as a parent for us to feel like we need to keep him in school for that yeah so we pulled him out just so everyone else can improve can, can, can approve of, of your decision yeah. of raising your kids yeah so absolutely. We, get, we get that all the time like people don't agree with the way we parent our kids we let them do things that not a lot of parents allow their kids to but mm. Um, yeah, as long as they're not hurting anybody, mm. we feel like there's no harm. And, and, and at the end of the day, they're your kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's your decision. Yeah. yeah, I would be really annoyed if someone was telling me how to raise my kids. So, no, totally. Yeah. And it's and really cool. They get to be um, mm. they get to be raised in this environment around this yeah. creativeness. And, yeah. But we'll talk about the movie um, soon. Actually, no, we'll talk about it now, which I'm really excited to see. As a, you know, I listen to your podcast with the back of the 135 boys. Shout out to them. Shout out to you guys. And uh, I, I heard what really stood out to me was your loyalty to your husband and supporting mm -hmm. him. And that's something I really admire because loyalty is something that I value. And talk to us about that because yeah. you received an email. You mentioned you received an email or a message from someone that was very discouraging for your husband. Yeah. And you stepped out mm -hmm. and you supported him. Um, talk to us about that, that, so, that part of the journey. Uh, yeah, I wasn't involved in the movie at first at all. My goal was to be um, a mom, because mm. I feel like it's so important, especially nowadays where there's just so much temptation with the kids. And social media, eh? Hey. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, so I, I grew up around Bebo time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and oh, then, okay. yeah, and then now these kids have Snapchat and all these um, yeah. social media platforms, it's like... You can't even keep up with them. You can't, yeah, 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 even I can't. Like, I've only got Twitter and Facebook, Instagram. I don't have Snapchat, TikTok, all of that. I just, it's too much for me. It's all downloaded, but I don't even use it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't know how. Um, yeah, so I just felt like it was important for me to stay at home and be a mom and um, we'll work, but focus more on the kids. And um, yeah, so that's what I wanted to do. Um, my husband, I saw my husband just days just write and email people and try to get support from other Pacifica people. In, in America? In America, yeah. yeah. Um, and he, he reached out to everybody and I would watch him get turned down over mm -hmm. and over. And of course it was discouraging for me as his wife. Mm -hmm. um, but one email in particular just really kind of set me off and this company is a um, Polynesian company, Polynesian brand and so they sent him a negative message and um, yeah that upset me so I told my husband like I got you don't worry yeah. Yeah. and that was the day I committed myself to helping my husband and um, now you're in right. New Zealand <laughs> yeah. so it was honestly a blessing in disguise that yeah. they said no 
and the way they said it because we but used that what, as fuel. What, what exactly did they say? If you don't mind, you don't have to name them, you don't yeah. have to go into detail, but what was the gist of it? Um, of, it can't of, be done. Um, only The Rock can do this. And without being too specific, because they'll know. Um, yeah, they just turned them down, but in a way that was so degrading. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's when I was like, I, we got this. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't want to get involved only because um, just from what he was telling me about the story, and it's something that happened in his life. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I don't, why would I ever want to get involved with something like that to happen to you? That's hurtful for me. And I didn't want to do that to Polynesian women. Yeah. And put them in this light, like we're glamorizing this life. I didn't want that. So Is, is the movie glamorizing <clears throat> that life? Not at all. Not at all. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. It touches more on other things. And that's what I had to really learn. Um, after I agreed, I read the script over and over and I was like, okay, it has no, I mean, maybe like a small two, three percent of it has to do with the life that she chose. But it's more of her background story. Yeah. And so there was so much that went into it. When I jumped on, I had to do my own research. And I told my husband, if I'm doing this, then I'm, I want to be the one to find the dancer. Um, we really didn't need to find a real stripper, but for me it was important because I thought research-wise and like to have her input and her knowledge and um, just have her on set would be nice. Mm. And so I, when I was at work and I sat there on my phone through social media, I found this girl and I wrote her a message and I just let it sit there. Like, and I called my husband like, I can't do it, can't send it, like it's going to be hard, I can't do it because I didn't want her around my kids and my husband. But when I finally sent it, we ended up talking for hours and my heart broke, I cried mm. because her story is so similar to Sosefina's story. And um, I was so mad at myself for being so judgmental and close-minded about that lifestyle. Yeah, because that's that's the perception like um, of, of, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, generalize it and say that all um, Polynesians think this way here in New Zealand. But when I shared the story with my friends and I said, look, there's a premiere, mm -hmm. we can go have a feed at my dad's birthday, after that we can go to this in the evening. And then they were like, oh, that's not that's not what we do here. That's, that, that's a story that you can share in America, not here. Yeah. And I'm excited to see, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to support you regardless of whether I like it or not, I'm going to be honest, because I support Polynesian creators and I respect you. Yeah. Um, but just, I don't know about how, how the rest yeah. of the community is going to feel. Are you nervous about that? Um, we were, uh, but just talking to different people and talking to my husband about because we've had so many conversations. I was like, look, you know, we get hate from this from our own people in America, but also in New Zealand. Um, but we're honestly okay with it only because it's a true story. It's based on a true story. And there's so many parts of the movie that has to do with our lives as well, my husband's life. So we threw a lot of other stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And um, I just feel like if it's somebody's story, then who's to say it's wrong? Mm -hmm. Um, and whether you're dealing with, not everybody deals with a stripper life, but everybody hustles. Yeah. And you can take it how you want to take it. We, like for me, I was hustling with my nine to five. And I mean, that's honestly a struggle trying to get, trying to yes. get that money. <laughs> yeah. Just so they can blow it on bills and yeah. provide for your family. Um, people struggle with stripping. I like hustle at stripping, stripping so that they can make money for their family or pay the bills, which is what... Did you feel like I don't know? Was did you feel like you had? Did you go into a strip club for research? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> the one thirty-five. They were. Um, did they ask like, you that? They were talking to Lee about that, and Lee was like, "Yeah." Um, just, just to get a feel of yeah. what it's like. No, that's honestly not my lifestyle. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I no disrespect. I respect people that yeah. they do what they have to do. Like I really can't judge anybody because we all have our own struggles and I have my own demons that I'm trying to, to deal with. But I would never, after doing this movie and talking to this girl, her name is Enola Hayes. Mm -hmm. She was our, um, she's a Simone stripper that was on set. After talking to her and just hearing how she felt, she didn't want to wake up and become a stripper. Like she never thought she would be but things just happened. Her, she lost her mom mm. and bills need to be paid. She had to provide, she took care of herself. So I honestly- This is in America? Mm -hmm. mm. And she came over just to be on the set? She, to, came, to she was a part of it. So she ended up being, her name is Queenie on um, in Sosafina. Yeah. And she was a veteran stripper. Yeah. yeah. And, but she had so much input. She taught the girls dances and um, yeah, it was really good. And even to this day, we're still close. We still talk. and. We embraced her like our own child, mm. and yeah, it was just she opened my eyes. She didn't even know she taught me so many lessons, and I will never forget that night. Oh, nice! Yeah. I'm gonna follow her on Instagram if she is on the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. She, she absolutely is. And now she's um, she stopped stripping and she's going to school to be a dentist. Man, that's so that's so interesting. What was it like filming the the, the filming everything? Oh. Um, because I understand that I heard I saw on Diamonds. Um, Q&A on Sasfina, like um, people were asking her, what was it like doing the more intimate scenes? Was that awkward for you as a Polynesian woman? Yes. Mm. Well, the, um, because I was directing it, or co-directing it, so the other director was Roger Artola, he was a cinematographer, but um, there's so many things that I was like, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. So for the love scene, which honestly was so tastefully done, um, it was just me and the cinematographer, and then George and Diamond, and um, it was funny. Like, it was it, yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was like, awkward, play some music. But it was just, we had fun with it. Um, and it was, it's more of the art. It's not so much, I don't know, I guess it depends on how you go into it. But if you have more of a dirty mind, of course, you're going to be like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it wasn't like that at all for any of the scenes. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. What was the audition process like? Oh, that was fun. So yeah. we put out the, um, the call casting call um, the first week we got no response and I was like shoot how are we going to do the movie with no yeah. actors it's like okay you be the man <laughs> I'll be the I'll yeah yeah you do that yeah 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 we were so discouraged because I'm like there's nothing so I had to tell my husband just let it circulate first mm. we'll eventually get people in right right after that the second week we got so many um, um, turn-ins for it and yeah so we did um, auditions on it had to be over Skype because Diamond was out here, we had people from Australia, Hawaii, just all over the world that um, wanted to audition. So it was, it was a blessing. Yeah. It was overwhelming to see how many people wanted to support Polynesian filmmakers. Mm. So it was so fun. But Diamond were like, yeah, you know you got it. So yeah, 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 of course. One, yeah. yeah. I think, do you think that the support has been bigger here than it has been in the United States? Um, I think it's been, well, since we're here right now um, with the premiere, there's so many people here that support us. Yeah. And um, we've had support from Stallone and Dinah mm. um, since we were in America. We were yeah. writing them and he was giving us tips here and there. And when yeah. he came here, he met with us a few times and um, he was at the screening and he gave us his input and he was just, he's in a position where we respect him so much. So any input, good or bad, we're like, hey, thank you. But um, filmmaker wise, Polynesian, we get more support here. Yeah. Well, what's the Polynesian community like in the United States? Too, and how do you think they're going to react to this film? So we had some people show up to set that um, are in the film business. But as far as support, it doesn't... I don't think... I, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> without putting out too much information they're supportive but everybody kind of does their own thing yeah so if you're in one group then it's more supportive towards that group right and right. it doesn't mean my husband have no movie credit right yet 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 it's um, gonna happen it's yeah. gonna happen yeah so we kind of had to build from the bottom yeah and um, I, I don't think people realize that it's just been me and my husband um, Lee and Manu's or my husband's brother Lenny oh right so, who, so who's the team you your husband Manu uh, who else Lee Lee so he's here now he does Is, um, and he's your he's cousin he's oh. My husband and him grew up together. Oh, right, so friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, yeah, and he lives with us, and he jokes that he's our kid. <laughs> yeah, he's a man child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. He's single. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's single. How old is he? He's 35. Oh, he's 35. He's single. Is he from America? Yeah. Oh, perfect. That's yeah. nice and different. He's super talented. You know, all, all my, all my, follow, like my humble following are all women. So, ladies, what's his name? <laughs> Namuli'i. Namuli'i is single. Um, what's his Instagram name? Namuli, there we go. Yeah, so if you go on Instagram, <laughs> hit him up. But yeah, oh, that's cool. And then you, Namuli'i, husband. And my husband's brother, Lenny. Nice. Yeah. Wow, it's like they a nice small team. Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's, man, the whole hey, ride has been a blessing. What, how do your parents feel about the storyline? Oh, my dad's the funniest. So because of the story, people would think my parents would support. My dad's been the one that's been reposting everything. Oh, and he's yeah. And reaching out to his it's friends so, in the business. Yeah. And like, my daughter needs help. She's mm. doing this movie, it's about a stripper. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, that's no, so cute. So that's so cute. Yeah, yeah. And that's really interesting to hear because sex in the Polynesian community are yeah. oh, very taboo topics. Something that we, it's something we all do. It's not something we all talk about. Yeah, and that's yeah. what, okay, so a lot of the feedback that we've been getting from here, because New Zealand, they said it's so religious and full of culture. Religious, and, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but behind those doors something else happened you know just people like to hide things yeah so one of the feedbacks that we got after the movie was um this is something that we need to see only because and this is from an older person yeah we're in denial about what our children really do and um, this person felt uncomfortable watching some of the scenes but he was saying sometimes you need to be uncomfortable to learn and to have your eyes open and i was like yes that's yeah. exactly it and so, yeah, we were nervous a little bit about coming here with the movie because of knowing how religious and, and conservative yeah. we can be. Yeah, yeah. but um, honestly, it's just something that we want to share. And this is just the first of many. Yeah. I'm wondering how many of the uh, Polynesian strippers there are here in New Zealand. There probably, yeah. probably will be a lot. Oh, I don't know. May, there may be some. Yeah. If you're a Polynesian stripper listening to this, let me know. I'd love to have you on the podcast. And I want to be there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can do it together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And um, can, do you mind if I ask you about budget, about money? Oh, sure. Yeah. How has it been funding this whole project? Um, so we self-funded. Yeah. Damn. The project, yeah. So my husband's brother put in some money. My parents happened to gift us with some money. And we're like, okay, we can either pay off our debt or put that all towards the movie. Follow your dreams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so we put it all towards the movie. Yeah. Um, but when we made a decision to come out here to New Zealand, we decided, okay, let's, we got to give it all up. We gave up our home, got rid of our car, um, and we, yeah, all we have left is our clothes, and we came out here, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, at least we can see At least tried. you tried. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Of back home saying, I wonder. I, I wonder, wonder what it would yeah. have been like if I had, yeah. And our kids watch us. And I feel like our kids, if we want to inspire them, we have to lead by example. Absolutely. And How many kids do you have? Three. Three boys. 16, 14, and 12. My daughter's a, the youngest one. And how old is your daughter? 12. Oh, wow. 
You guys are young looking parents. Yeah, that's really cool. But we just talked before I, I before we came in I asked um Hinano what um their day looked like and you said that you'll start at around 10 and you'll finish at around 3 in the morning. Yeah. Damn, what are you doing in that time? So you don't even leave to go get something to eat or um usually food's prepped. Oh, <laughs> for that's so... my husband and um we eat we'll bring it for them, but um yeah. So we start off our morning the same almost every morning, just not today because everybody falls asleep, but um, mm. so we wake up, we do our own little meditation, everybody kind of does their own, because I like the kids to self-reflect yeah. about what they want to do in life and, and how they're living and what they can improve on, and then we do scripture study together, family yeah. prayer, and then we start our day. Yeah. So my husband works on one computer, we works on another, I'm on my phone, um, but at the same time we're still parents, so we have to make sure we take care of our kids as well, but it's yeah. just... This is what we do to what two to three. It just depends on how much work needs to be done. Mm-hmm. We could go up to four or five or watching the sunrise. Yeah, so. I I really like the trailer. I'm just I can just I can only imagine how um, the hard work that mm-hmm. that that would have gone into, you know, not only self funding but filming everything on your own. Like yeah. that's that. It wow. Was, yeah, it was hard because we don't have any experience. Yeah. So we didn't go to school for it. My husband went to school for music. Um, and then we enrolled full time on YouTube and Google. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I say, it's just YouTube. That's how I learned how to do yeah. podcasts, is YouTube. Yeah. Like, I went in and I bought this mic. I didn't even know what. Uh, apparently, it's a guitar playing mic. I didn't know. I just oh, well, I used to make the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to make the best of what I have. I mean, that's so interesting. So, you did some of the filming over in America? All of it. All of it? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, everything was filmed in 2018. Oh, that's been, it's been a long it's time been coming. A while. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so, we edited it in 2018. We had somebody in Utah that um, did a rough edit and cut for us. We brought it here and we finished it. Yeah. Damn. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. And did you decide to bring it here to New Zealand because of the large Polynesian community, community we have here? And yeah. all the movies that we watch that are Polynesian come from New Zealand. Mm. So it just made sense to bring it here. Um, it wasn't like that, though. My husband turned in different scripts and stuff. And the same, Sosafina. And, um, America and they just don't understand the story mm. um, and, and it's so Caucasian. Do, do you think it's because they don't understand how um, this topic is so taboo in our culture? Because, oh, you know, yeah. yeah, maybe when they see things like around um, stripping and, you know, exotic dancing, they're yeah. like, oh, well, that's a part of sexuality. Whereas us, we're like, oh, no, that's the devil, you know, yeah. so yeah. it can, so it's, it's really like alarming for us. Whereas, did you think that could have been, that was the case there? Yeah, I think so. So, um, back at the 135, I loved how he mentioned, um, it's like, once we're warriors. So when once we're warriors came out, people were like, how could you do this to our people? And yeah. It was so bad. But to me, I loved it only because, um, to me, I feel like it's going to allow somebody else to heal so that they feel like they're not alone. Right. So I'm hoping and I'm praying that, um, somebody will feel the same, mm. that yes, we're projecting this on the big screen in front of all these people, but... Um, hopefully somebody will be able to have some kind of closure or healing yeah. from it and know that they're not the only ones struggling with this. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people struggle, but yeah. we're just too afraid to speak up about it. And that's where we've, we've come to a point in our lives where we're just so comfortable yeah. with our own personal stories that we're going to keep sharing it. Because mm. you never know who you You never know who you're, who you're reaching out to yeah. with this content. <laughs> and I'm a movies person, so I'm, I go to the movies by myself. Um, I'm a huge fan of movies so that's sometimes I mean that's my way of connecting yeah. is through movies I love watching inspirational mm-hmm. movies and no I, I think it's going to do well and I hope that the Polynesian community here in New Zealand hype it up so well for you that the Polynesian community over in America 
will see it and yeah. and be like, oh, maybe we should give it a give it a watch. Yeah, well, so we do have a lot of family and friends. So yeah. The next one will be our premiere in Salt Lake City, Utah. So you guys can travel back. Yeah. That's exciting. And keep showing it there and start our another one. So, um, yeah, this isn't the only one. My husband has seven scripts that are completed that we just need to start shooting and look for funding and. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's exciting. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I mean, as, as scary as, as pursuing dreams are, it's actually mm -hmm. really exciting. Is yeah. Sosafina Samoan or Tongan? Samoan. So the whole movie is Samoan. Um, so it's all polycast, but yeah. we have Tongans in there. Yeah. Samoan, Hawaiian, Tunisian. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but it's, she's a Samoan girl and it's a Samoan family story. Yeah. That is so interesting, especially because we've had <laughs> really um, great movies like Three Wise Cousins, yeah. Hibiscus and Rufus. Yeah. And, and those, and I, I'm not sure if you've seen those movies. Yeah, yeah. But those are the stories that we relate to, right. um, and so to have this movie, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna really change things up, yeah. which I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Yeah, we've gotten so many comments about like um, go back to America. Uh, Who says that? It's just different comments yeah. that we get and messages that we get. Uh, go back to America. This is trash, and um, you're a disgrace to our culture. And it's not about being a disgrace, it's about sharing stories that are true. Mm. And that's what we're really trying to do, is just be true to ourselves and those that, um, especially our kids, like my son, um, my 16 year old, he deals with so many things, but for us, and he's writing a script right now too, mm. yeah. he knows, and I know that with his story, he'll be able to help other teenagers. Mm. And that's what we're hoping to do, not only to help them with whatever they're going through, but to inspire them to kind of go for their dreams. Money is important, yeah, but if you have a, if it's something that you really, really want, you'll make it work. Absolutely. Yeah. You'll make the time for it. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree. Damn. And how do you deal with the, the negative comments that come, the negative feedback that you mm -hmm. get from people who haven't even seen the film yet, who don't even know anything yeah. about you? Because, I mean, I probably would have thought the same, because I didn't know about Sosafina movie until I saw it on the Monthly Five podcast or saw it on Twitter. But I know that if someone had told me, and I'd never met you before, and someone had told me, oh, it's about this, I'm like, we don't relate to that. What are you on about? Right. Um, but now that I know you and I respect you, it's I don't think that at all. But what about, how do you deal with people who come at you with those types of comments? Honestly, it doesn't bother us. Yeah. Everybody has their own opinion. Yeah. Um, and those people will probably watch it. They will watch it. It's, it's, I, it's going to go, it's interesting. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to say sex sells, but when you say stripper Polynesian, oh, oh, that's that's interesting. Right. People will check it out. It's crazy to me only because I feel like these people that are saying they're not going to watch it or it's a disgrace, I'm sure some of them watched The Hustle. Yeah. The Hustle with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Music videos have been just, yeah, yeah. porn, all that. I'm sure some of them secretly watch all those things. And, yeah. Um, that's why I don't take things too seriously mm. when people comment. We talk about it, but from the very beginning, we always agree that it's going to be something that we both want, really want to do, share stories, mm. whether we get comments or not. Yeah, and that's cool that you brushed it off because, it, like you said, it's just a, your intentions for this movie is are all positive yeah. and it's about healing, it's about helping someone. So it'll be fine I, I, I know it's going to be great and I'm really excited for it again um, do you have open conversations with your kids about these types of issues and these types of stories and I mean as a Polynesian family I find that very different it's right. coming from a conservative family right. Catholic family um, having conversations I mean even having your kids around this type of movie right. do you think that it's helped them in any way yeah so we do have an open uh, relationship with our children and for us, there's so much bad outside there that we feel like so we true. need somewhere to feel safe. Mm. Whether it's um, if they want to share whatever they want to share, we don't want them to feel like they're going to be attacked mm. the way they feel. 
Um, so we've always encouraged them to speak their mind respectfully, obviously, but I think it's so important for them to be on set and so important for them to know that their parents will love them and support them no, no matter what. Only because we shelter our kids so much that it's people nowadays just are so easily offended by every little thing. And I feel like it has something to do with the way they're raised. Yeah. That's how I feel. But I'm the same. Like the way I was raised was um, we weren't so much into church at first, but when we went to church, it was very religious. Can't do this, can't do that. Very strict parents. And so we just knew how we didn't want to raise our kids. Nothing wrong with the way we were raised, but it's just, um, I was always scared to speak my mind. Right. So depression was really bad for me growing up. And as a teenager, I remember being in the closet one day, trying to kill myself and, um, you know, cutting myself. And um, I just, yeah, I thought I need to stop. So I went to my dad and I was crying. I was like, dad, I need help, I need help. And he brushed it off, like, no, you're fine. <clears throat> Pray about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I, I knew I never wanted to be like that. And if my son ever came to me or my children, and express any concern, we'll listen to them. And that's what we did with our oldest one. Um, yeah, so I just want them to feel safe. Yeah. Anything, because I know parents are either so busy now, which is not a bad thing, so busy trying to provide or just don't want to hear. Yeah, yeah, and, and they probably just don't know how to deal with it. Like imagine if, I mean, your boy comes to you, he's got, he, maybe he finds a girlfriend, he's in a, has relationship issues. I don't think I could have ever, you know, I'm th almost 30 now, but back then, when, how old your oldest son? 16. 16. I don't, that would have never have happened in my household. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Not in mine too. And so, and, and as a result, I ended up dealing, I just had the most unhealthy relationship with, with my past boyfriends. Um, so I don't see your kids having that issue with the way you're raising them, which is perfect, which is good. Yeah, which is really good. Yeah, that's really awesome. So what kind of um, things is your son into? Like, he's an aspiring writer and filmmaker yeah. and creative. What kind of things is he into? And you must be really excited to see his future work. Yes, I told him we're going to be his assistants on set. Yeah. So we encourage them. Um, my husband has a script that the kids are going to be um, directing and producing. It's my husband's script, but he's the one that's going to, the kids will yeah. take care of that. But I'm excited to see because he's so... <laughs> he's um he's so talented and he has such an imagination um he writes every morning and he can go hours and hours he'll stay out there till like 1 30 sometimes just writing and it just has past experiences everything mm -hmm. just i guess for him he's his own comfort in his head so he puts it on paper and yeah. i love that and we encourage that we don't we don't force them to do sports like my son looks like a sports player but he's definitely not He's just more of a teddy bear and more of a cheerleader than anything. Mm. So we're not pushing our dreams on them. We're allowing them to choose their own. And I'm so glad that he's following in his um, dad's footsteps. That's so cool. Yeah. And he's just got the best mentor. No, yeah. He probably will end up doing better than his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. He's going to learn from his dad's mistakes. Yeah. Um, so, so, so give us some details about the, the premiere. Oh, yeah. And you so, must be nervous, excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I was nervous for the screening, the advanced screening that we just had. Um, so nervous, I felt like I was in throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm just excited about the premiere. Um, it is at the Vodafone Event Center, March 15th. It's a Sunday. We have two showings. The first one starts at 1. Um, it's a red carpet. The movie starts at 3. And the second showing starts at 8. Mm -hmm. It's kind of late, but... You know, people are busy with the festival that day, so... Is there a festival that day? Yeah, I think it's the Pacifica Festival. Oh, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I won't be going to that. It's my dad's birthday. <laughs> so, and I only live in Rewa, so... Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so I can... It's it's. I'll be with, there with my friends, so... 
That's exciting. Um, my friend, the first thing my friend was uh, not me. My friend was like, "Is there food?" But um, yeah, no. Let's don't even answer that that's question. All the questions. Yeah, hey, like any Polynesian event, it's like, "Oh, is there food? Is there food?" Um, yeah, that's really cool. And how many people are you expecting to be there? Are you hoping to be? Like, put it out there. Speak it into existence. Uh, Eight hundred. Eight hundred. Yeah. That's well, that's mean. how many seats there are. So. Yeah, yeah, that's mean. No, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's really exciting. We're so just a, this whole journey has been emotional because it's from the beginning to the end so much work so much sacrifice and um, lots of tears and late nights and to see it on screen and to hear all the positive feedback and comments it's like oh, it was all worth it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. two years two. 2018 and now we're in 2020 you're finally launching yeah. so can we get like a little sneak peek of what's what the next body of work is um so the next ones are the next one is about my husband's life yeah it's inspired by his life yeah and that's just kind of like we grew up in. in um, Is he a gangster? Him? Was he a bit of a gangster? Or? I think we all just kind of hung out with him. But because yeah. um, to us that was normal. And it's crazy. People don't, people, when they hear our stories, they think it's like a movie. Because where we grew up, we grew up around a lot of drug dealers and mm. drug lords and um, SWAT teams, helicopters. Yeah, that's not normal for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normal, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Like, no, no it's not. That's a big deal. That's a big scene. Like I live in Marirewa and you know stuff, stuff like that. Kind of like not SWAT teams, but you know, um, I, it's not common. But I have driven out of the main road and there's like six police cars in one house raiding the house for drugs. That's very rare. That's not for us. That's I mean, even our schools in the area, um, it's not really just the earthquake drills, fire drill. We do lockdowns because of intruders, gunmen, and like that was our normal. And our neighbor was so nice to us, and we would always wave to him and say hi. And, he was a drug lord. It's just, it, I don't know, to me, it's... I, you know, yeah, yeah. So I, I watch a lot of podcasts and uh -huh. just random podcasts on mm -hmm. YouTube and, and on Spotify. And one of the, the a Hispanic actor that I follow really closely on Instagram because he's hot. And I love <laughs> my man. I love him, but this man is hot. Um, he's a celebrity, so it's fine. And he said that, like, gangsters and drug lords are just the nicest people ever. Yeah, he just said, yeah. he said, like, yeah, that's just the way they make their living. You yeah. cross them, right. yeah, game over. But... Just they're just nice, normal, funny people. They are. Yeah, they just, just joke around with everyone. We see cops and SWAT teams, and like it was all the time we would see them at their house. But they were the nicest people, and they would always and giving food. as well. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Well, they have the money to give. Yeah, so. true. <laughs> so. Well, I wouldn't be that giving if I had that. I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's so interesting. Like when you know the way the media put. Well, I mean, they're not really doing good, but. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, that's just, I was really shocked. You know, they were trying, because he plays a gangster on this TV show, mm -hmm. and they were trying to make him real, like, rough. And, Who is it? Um, the Good Girls. And his name is, I forgot, Louis something. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's on it's on Netflix. And so I, because he's so good looking, so I watched his interviews. Um, and he, um, he said that they were trying to make him real, like, thug and hard oh. and tough and he was but he was being too much of a funny guy mm. and then he said well i grew up with gangsters and drug lords and drug dealers they're not tough guys they're funny yeah. guys that have guns not all of them not all of them some yeah some of them are really funny and cool like yeah, yeah. Just like, just his uncles <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but that's really cool um you know what advice would you give to other females out there i mean just knowing what you know about the um exotic dancing yeah. In the Polynesian community, what advice would you give to girls who are struggling in that area? Um, in the industry. In the industry, just from what you know. Uh, from talking to Kanani, probably Kanani, her name's Enola, the stripper. Um, she was just the nicest, sweetest person, and she always felt judged because of what she was doing. <clears throat> judged from her family or from her? Her family. Yeah. So her family disowned her. 
her dad's a big supporter and he we went to go meet him actually so when we decided we were going to pick her we wanted to go out and meet the father she was still young she was 18 when we got her or 17 so what time what year did she start when did she start stripping her mom passed away i think she said her junior year of high school mm. that's about 16 16 yeah. yeah and so that's when she started stripping and uh, yeah and her dad was the only one really and her sister um that supported her not really the lifestyle but just supported her as a person and so he would take her, he would drop her off at the clubs and then pick her up when she was done. He's someone? Someone. It's so different to hear about that. But when we talked to him, he was like, what can I do? You know, I support and I love my daughter no matter what. And so um, I just love that relationship. I love when parents are like that because I know for us growing up, it was just like we never felt loved or supported um, when we made certain decisions. So to see that she adores her dad, but she was, um, yeah, she was disowned by the rest of the family um, and so just talking to her she just wishes people would be a little bit more open-minded and understanding and that's how I feel um, not to care so much about what people think but if it's for you looking at somebody else try to be more open-minded try to get their story before you start judging um, love love is a huge thing if you can love unconditionally then everything will be fine honestly mm -hmm. it's so sad it makes yeah. me so sad just thinking about her. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But as a wife, um, well, if you have a spouse, wife, husband, whatever it is, that has a dream, I would say support 100%. Mm -hmm. um, I can only imagine how it would be for my husband right now if I wasn't on board supporting him. He would have to do all this alone. And he had to communicate with the women, yeah. the, the women actors, mm -hmm. and yeah. yeah. And so the way we worked on set was we were always together. And to me, that's so important as a couple that you're never alone with the opposite sex. And that's how we felt. If that's meeting, wise. Yeah. That is so mm -hmm. fucking wise. Sorry to swear, but that is so wise. I just, yeah. I would never, ever, even, oh, that wouldn't even yeah. cross my mind. Yeah. And taking pictures as well. Yeah. Trying to take pictures without your spouse. Yeah. And, out and, and some people and some people might listen to this and think this is not a big deal it's, it's a so huge big, yeah. deal you, if you're if you're you know if you're traveling you can i, I mean i feel like if you're going to travel you either travel with someone like a family member yeah. of the same sex right. or your husband no one else yeah. and that's how i feel yeah, yeah. and that's i so i totally relate to that and i respect that wholeheartedly yeah yeah so we would anytime we had a meeting with anybody it was always together yeah but that's have each other's a, back 100 percent. Right? yeah yeah support each other have each other's back so mm. that the whole team knows that we work as a team and that's just how we've been yeah so even if you're on the podcast alone i'm like Who's oh sorry <laughs> if i was a male i wouldn't know but like yeah. I, I just i just really when i was listening to that podcast i just i just really loved what you had to say as a female and as a female myself and my humble following of all females i think we'd really appreciate your voice oh, just you. just just for this one time yeah. and then for the other times you're gonna have um, manu on i'm always like he's next to me and i'm always looking at him even if it's not to say anything, just as like a comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's hand. it. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm actually um, I'm moving to I'm hoping to move to Fiji very soon and um, start a business with my partner and stuff, and or hopefully soon to be husband. And um, I'm just gonna tell him all about you and Manu. I'm gonna oh, say yeah. I'm gonna say they do everything together. So because he's always like, oh, up to you, babe. Up to you. It's fine. Yeah. Up to whatever you want to do. And I'm like, no, I really would like your opinion. And 
Yeah, I'm gonna play so him this podcast. To support each other, like if I had a dream, so I'm just I'm everywhere with what I want to do. Yeah, me too. Um, I can't decide. I'm like, do I want to do that? Yeah. So it wasn't until helping him with the film that I realized what I really wanted to do. But yeah, just support, 100 support. Yeah. Because it's his dream. And do you call him out on things that you don't agree on that you feel like can be improved, or do you let him yeah. just make all? The decisions creatively no. <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely not. absolutely not yeah no we talk about things and um but the thing that i love about my husband is he always considers my feelings yeah and if there's a decision that needs to be made he'll ask me mm. and we'll sit there and talk about it teamwork and, i mean if we don't agree with each other we'll sit there and talk about it until we figure out who's right and who's wrong which is mm. normally me <laughs> yeah yeah it's true i feel like women no 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 i won't <laughs> i won't go there but yeah i i totally relate to that yeah yeah no it's all about um support because I know he would be the same way with me. Mm. So. And you got to call him out. Like, if I feel yeah. like, yeah. Like, even just with friends. I feel like if you're going to make a really dumb decision, call, call your friends out. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's us. So mm. we are, I don't say we have so many friends, um, acquaintances, but he's like my main support and I'm his main support. Yeah. So our circle is very tiny. And it should be. Yeah, how it should be. One, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that's how it should be, really. Because yeah, I, I feel like, because... I feel like your circle has to be small because they're the people that really know you and th th that's the advice that you get. Um, and anything else is just either, it's noise, you just take it with a grain yeah, of salt. Right. If it works for you, it works for you. Whereas family, I mean, your close circle, they they genuinely do want to see mm -hmm. you succeed. Yeah. yeah, that's how it's my and view. I know his advice and his comments or whatever it is, um, critiques, whatever it is, it's coming from a good place. Yeah. And same with me towards him. Like I wouldn't, I yeah. know whatever Loving place. Yeah. off of me and same. But yeah. Yeah. I love I love that kind of marriage. I think it's really inspiring. It's just you're just one person, you know, you like you're yeah. united. That that's yeah. What advice would you give to um aspiring female filmmakers with no experience? Do it. Just do it. Just just start. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. There's, honestly there's no right time. Yeah. So you gotta make the right time. Don't sit back and wait for the opportunity to happen. It'll never happen for you unless you pursue it on your own. Yeah. And that's why I mean we didn't sit back and wait. Because if we would have waited for approval and an invitation to start, we would still be at home waiting. So opportunities weren't coming to us. And even when we tried to go out for it, it wasn't happening. So we had to do it ourselves. I don't regret it. And waiting to be perfect, mm -hmm. it's just not going to work. It's never, never going to work. The money will never, ever be there. Yeah. You have to go out and put everything aside. Sacrifice is a huge thing. Um, yeah, just do it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we're, I feel like, especially women, specifically women, we're so uh, naturally storytellers mm. like we have 100% yeah. yeah when when you put women in a room like especially women that you're close with yeah. it's just stories for days it's not right. even about us right. it's about yeah. things that we've seen and yeah. yeah yeah and so I I just think there should be more yeah females that should be sharing their stories absolutely we have so much yeah just because we're so observant as well yeah so yeah. even if they're not your stories they're somebody's yeah yeah so. it's like what did you hear about now yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay that's gossip but yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 well that's really exciting do you do you hope to make a movie or like your own start create your own script oh yeah sure um, I won't share anything about that. No, 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 no. That's no. okay. No, that's something I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing. So, Sophia, I'm looking forward to seeing future works. Um, and so, when is it? Sunday the 15th? Yes. And I'm coming to the evening session. But what time's the morning one? The morning one. Um, oh, so the afternoon one? The movie starts at 3. Yeah. Um, but we have pictures and entertainment at 1 o'clock. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. That's so exciting. And I will keep this in my prayers. I think it's going to, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it regardless. Oh, and yeah, no, that's really cool. Did you want to add anything else? 
follow your dreams, honestly. Um, support, support, have an open mind, open heart. Um, lots of love to everybody and just trying to live out what you want to do, be happy. If life is too short, time goes by, each second that goes by, you lose it. You can't take it back. So instead of wasting it on hot air and things aren't necessary, put that into it to something that you can, not only for you, but for the next generation. I think it's so important. Our kids look up to us. Yeah. The next generation, they look up to us. Um, be somebody that you would want to look up to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Be something that you would want to look up to. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you so much for making time to be on this podcast. I've really enjoyed talking to you. And please see my apologies to Manu for not inviting him <laughs> to our little girls session here. Um, I really admire your story and I, I wish you all the best. And I'll probably see you again. Yes. I definitely will see you again Sunday the 15th of March for the premiere. And for those of you who are listening, please, please, please. This is going to be out tomorrow, by the way. So please, please, please um, click on the link that I'm going to provide on this podcast. And also on all my social media where I will be promoting the movie. And yeah. Thank you. Thank you.